Come, come, Shah Kirpal Sai. O beautiful one, come and give us your darshan. Your divine darshan breaks the pain and unites the broken hearts of many births. Your beautiful glance is unique. It is the giver of life. O beloved, my heart is yearning. The injuries of the separation are felt, O Lord. We are the blind ones from many births. Do not allow us to be harassed. Graciously open our closed eyes, O Lord. Your nam is the true destroyer of pain. A jade is the lover of your feet. Come, come, Shah Kirpal Sai. O beautiful one, come and give us your darshan. This is a bhajan of Sanchi's on page 231. Avo avo shakir palasai sonaya ke darshan dika devo avo avo
Asi janamade ande na rola pia. Asi janamade ande na rola pia. Bande aki adea karakola pia. Bande aki adea karakola pia. Avo avo shakir palasai Sonaya ke darshandika devo Avo avo shakir palasai Tera nama sacha dukana shakahe Tera nama sacha dukana shakahe Ajayba tere charana daya shikahe Ajayba tere charana daya shikahe Avo avo shakir palasai Sonaya ke darshandika devo Avo avo shakir palasai Come, come shakir palasai, O beautiful one, come and give us your darshan. And our next bhajan is Sanchi's bhajan Va Meri Sawan on page 21. Great are you, my Sawan. Great are you, my giver. You are the support of the miserable ones. You dwell within all but are different from all. You can make a beggar rule over a kingdom, and you can turn a king into a beggar. You can make an ignorant one into a scholar, and you can turn a scholar into a fool. Sometimes you spread your jolly for alms, and sometimes you become a giver. You can change the water into earth. You can change the earth into a well, and over that well you can create a mountain. You can make the sky cover the earth. You can make the risen sky fall. You yourself become the support of him who has no protector in this world. There is no one without you. You dwell within all, whether he is a king or pauper. Your light is within everyone. Your plays are unique. You make your presence felt everywhere. You have liberated demons like Kodi and Valikandari. You have even liberated sinners like Ganaka the prostitute. Your plays are unique. Sometimes you become a trader and open a shop. Sometimes you do farming. As the sons are dear to the mother, the devotees are dear to you. And being controlled by the devotees, you do everything for them. Ajab's fortune has awakened. He met you, the beautiful Sawan. Great are you, my Sawan. Great are you, my giver. You are the support of the miserable ones. You dwell within all, but are different from all. A bhajan of Sanchi's on page 21. Va mere sawan, va mere data, dukhiya da sahara tu. 
ਗਤ ਗਤ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਵਸਦਾ ਹੋਇਆ ਕਿਹੜੇ ਸਭ ਤੋਂ ਨਿਆੜਾ ਤੂੰ ਵਾ ਮੇਰੇ ਸਾਵਨ ਵਾ ਮੇਰੇ ਦਾਤਾ ਦੁਖੀਆਂ ਦਾ ਸਹਾਰਾ ਤੂੰ ਗਤ ਗਤ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਵਸਦਾ ਹੋਇਆ ਕਿਹੜੇ ਸਭ ਤੋਂ ਨਿਆੜਾ ਤੂੰ ਬੇਕਾਰੀ ਤੇਰਾ ਜਕੜਾਵੇ ਰਾਜਾ ਤੇ ਬਿਕਾੜੀ ਹੋ ਕਲਮ ਰਖਤੇ ਪੰਡਿਤ ਕੜਵੋ ਪੰਡਿਤ ਤੇ ਮੁਗਦਾਰੀ ਹੋ ਬੇਕਾਰੀ ਤੇਰਾ ਜਕੜਾਵੇ ਰਾਜਾ ਤੇ ਬਿਕਾੜੀ ਕਰਤੇ ਪੰਡਿਤ ਕੜਵੋ ਪੰਡਿਤ ਤੇ ਮੁਗਦਾਰੀ ਹੋ ਕਰਕੇ ਜੋਲੀ ਬਿਕਿਆ ਲੈਂਦਾ ਕਰਕੇ ਜੋਲੀ ਬਿਕਿਆ ਲੈਂਦਾ ਬੰਦਾ ਕਿਤੇ ਦਾ ਤਾੜਾ ਤੂੰ ਗਤ ਗਤ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਵਸਦਾ ਹੋਇਆ ਫਿਰੇ ਸਭ ਤੋਂ ਨਿਆੜਾ ਤੂੰ ਵਾ ਮੇਰੇ ਸਾਵਨ ਵਾ ਮੇਰੇ ਦਾਤਾ ਦੁਖੀਆਂ ਦਾ ਸਹਾਰਾ ਤੂੰ ਗਤ ਗਤ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਵਸਦਾ ਹੋਇਆ ਫਿਰੇ ਸਭ ਤੋਂ ਨਿਆੜਾ ਜਲ ਤੇ ਤਲ ਕੜ ਤਲ ਤੇ ਕੁਵਾ ਕੁਪਤੇ ਮੇਰਾ ਕਰਾਵੇ ਹੋ ਦੜਤੀ ਤੇ ਆਕਾਸ਼ ਚੜਾਵੇ ਚੜਦੇ ਆਕਾਸ਼ ਜਿਰਾਵੇ ਹੋ ਜਲ ਤੇ ਤਲ ਕਲ ਤਲ ਤੇ ਕੁਵਾ ਕੁਪਤੇ ਮੇਰਾ ਕਰਾਵੇ ਹੋ ਦਰਤੀ ਤੇ ਆਕਾਸ਼ ਚੜਾਵੇ ਚੜਦੇ ਆਕਾਸ਼ ਜਿਰਾਵੇ ਹੋ ਜਿਸ ਦਾ ਜਗ ਤੇ ਕੋਈ ਨਰਾਕਾ ਜਿਸ ਦਾ ਜਗ ਤੇ ਨਰਾਕਾ ਆਪੇ ਬਨੇ ਸਹਾਰਾ ਤੂੰ ਗਤ ਗਤ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਵਸਦਾ ਹੋਇਆ ਇਹ ਸਭ ਤੋਂ ਨਿਆੜਾ ਤੂੰ ਵਾ ਮੇਰੇ ਸਾਵਨ ਵਾ ਮੇਰੇ ਦਾਤਾ ਦੁਖੀਆਂ ਦਾ ਸਹਾਰਾ ਤੂੰ ਗਤ ਗਤ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਵਸਦਾ ਹੋਇਆ ਫਿਰ ਇਹ ਸਭ ਤੋਂ ਨਿਆੜਾ ਤੂੰ ਤੇਰੇ ਬਾਜੋ ਕੋਈ ਕਾਲੀ ਹੜਈ ਕਵੀ ਚ ਸਮਾਨਾ ਹੋ ਗਤ ਗਤ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਜੋਤ ਹੈ ਤੇਰੀ ਕਿਆਰਾ ਜਾ ਕਿਆਰਨਾ ਹੋ ਤੇਰੇ ਬਾਜੋ ਕੋਈ ਨਾ ਕਾਲੀ ਹੜਈ ਕਵੀ ਚ ਸਮਾਨਾ ਗਤ ਗਤ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਜੋਤ ਹੈ ਤੇਰੀ ਕਿਆ ਰਾਜਾ ਕਿਆ ਰੰਨਾ ਹੋ ਲੀਲਾ ਤੇਰੀ 
Great are you, my Sawan. Great are you, my giver. You are the support of the miserable ones. You dwell within all, but are different from all.
And there's an announcement. There will be a five-day meditation retreat in celebration of Sanchi's life the first week of July from early morning, Monday, July 4th, through Friday, July 8th. All initiates are welcome to attend whatever portion they can. The talk, the satsang that I'm going to read today is a talk that Sanchi gave, a satsang that Sanchi gave in Sebastopol, California in July of 1977. This talk was given the title, Make Your Heart Like a Mountain. And it begins with a verse from the hymn. A lover should develop his love and keep his heart like a mountain. And Sanchi says, To meet God, to realize God, and to do the devotion of God, we need to make our hearts as big as a mountain. Many storms come, but that mountain does not move from its place. The storms come and go, but the mountain is still there. In the same way, we need to make our heart that big. When we are doing the devotion of God, our relatives, even our friends taunt us, and our family members and parents also say, our son has become a renunciate. So when we are doing the devotion of God, everybody comes and taunts us. And whatever religion or atmosphere we have been brought up in, people try to enforce that religious belief on us and compel us to follow the religious practices that they do. But if we have a very strong and big heart, no matter what comes in the way, we will still go on doing our devotion. Master Salam Singh was once troubled by this problem of public shame. After he took Baba Jamal Singh as his master, he invited him to do satsang in Sawan Singh's own town. Because Master Sawan Singh was born in a Sikh family, he brought the Guru Granth Sahib and requested Baba Jamal Singh to comment on that so people should not realize that he is no longer taking the holy book as his master and he has taken another human, Baba Jamal Singh, as his master. But after the satsang, Bibi Ruko went on the rooftop of the house and started singing the hymns written by Swamiji Maharaj. Master Sawan Singh used to say about this experience that when Bibi Ruko started singing the hymns of Swamiji Maharaj, all the problem of public shame went away. And after that, Master Sawan Singh was not troubled by this problem. He couldn't stop Bibi Ruko from singing the hymns of Swamiji Maharaj as she was the cook of Baba Jamal Singh. And in that way, when everything came out in the open in front of the world, Master Sawan Singh was no longer worried about public shame. This worry about what other people think is also an obstacle on the path of spirituality. Master Sawan Singhji used to tell about an uncle of his who taunted Baba Jamal Singh very much. And whenever Sawan Singh would talk about Baba Jamal Singh, he would tell him not to. But when, his, but when at his end time he saw that Master Jamal Singh had come to take him, he said, You helped my brother-in-law to take initiation from Baba Jamal Singh.
Master Kripal Singh also had to face the same problem when he took Master Salam Singh to his village, Sayad Kasran. At that place, the Sikh people, the Akali people, were opposing Master Salam Singh so much that they told everybody, those that were living in the village, not to give anything to Kripal Singh, not even salt. A special gathering was called to oppose Master Salam Singh because he had come there. And they were making decisions and planning how to disturb Master Salam Singh during his satsang and how to bring him out of the home of Kripal Singh and give him a very hard time. So Master Kripal Singh used to relate this incident, telling it in his own words, that once when Master Salam Singh was taking his morning walk and they were coming back to the house, they reached a crossroads. One street was going straight to the Gurdwara, the religious temple of the Sikh people and the other street was going to the house of Kripal Singh. But Kripal Singh said that Master Salam Singh, when they arrived at that place, expressed his desire to go to the Gudwara. He asked, should we go to the Gudwara? Kripal Singh's brother, Jod Singh, said, but there are many opponents at the Gudwara, and they are all gathered there only to criticize you and oppose you. So it is not a good thing to go there. But Master Kripal Singh who knew the inner secret of Master Salam Singh, told his brother, How do you understand my master? Do you understand him only as a human being? He is almighty. Let him do whatever he wants. So Master Salam Singh went to the Gurdwara, and because he remained within the limit of society, he bowed down to the Guru Granth Sahib. At that place, a group of Akalis were giving a long talk, and they were talking about Master Salam Singh and opposing him. So when Master Salam Singh went there, the leader of the Akalis came to Master Salam Singh and asked him, First of all, what is your religion? Master Salam Singh replied, My religion is the same as God's, but I was born in a Sikh family, and I am called a Sikh. And the next question that the Akali leader asked him was, Who is your God? He replied, I take Guru Granth Sahib as my God, and Gurbani is my master. But this Gurbani is talking about some other Bani also, and that Bani is my master. That Shabd is my master. Then the Akali leader asked him, Why are all these people calling you the master? Master Salam Singh said, This is up to them, whether they call me master or friend. But I understand myself to be the servant of the Sangat. So when Master Salam Singh replied these words to the Akali leader, he was very much impressed and asked many other questions which were beautifully answered by Master Salam Singh. And hearing all those answers, all those who were present were also much impressed. Finally, the same leader who had first opposed Master Salam Singh came down from the dais and said to him, This part of your teaching is very good. That part of your teaching is very good. You are very good. And he started praising him. He said, Now I understand that you are the perfect master and you are shining in your full glory. Another Akali brother came up and said, once we were opposing him, once we were saying that he does not believe in Guru Granth Sahib and does not take Arbani as his master, but now you are praising him? Why is that? The leader said, that was my mistake. Until one sees with his own eyes, he cannot realize what is what. So the Akali leader was also troubled by public shame. And once he realized the truth, he had no problem shouting from the rooftops that Salam Singh was the perfect master. 
This problem of public shame comes to everybody. When Guru Nanak Sahib started doing the devotion of God, in the beginning his own parents were telling him not to. Masters say that if a mother wants to give birth to a baby, she should give birth to either a brave man or to a giver or to a saint. Otherwise, what is the need for a mother to spoil her own body if the child who is getting birth from the womb is not going to become one of the three? All the past saints who have come in this world, they all have had to face this problem of public shame, and they all have had to face the worldly-minded people also. Paltu Saab says, The devotee and the worldly-minded person are enemy to each other and all the four ages will bear testimony to this. Guru Nanak Sahib also says that the devotees and the worldly-minded people cannot get along with each other. Once Guru Nanak came back to his village after doing satsang at some other place, and looking at him, some people called him mad, some called him a ghost, and some people felt sympathy for him and said that he was poor Nanak, the son of Kalu and nobody is taking care of him. So Guru Nanak at that point said, Some people call me mad, some people call me a ghost, and those who feel that I am dear to them, those who have sympathy for me, they call me poor Nanak, the son of Kalu. They also add this, that no one is taking care of me as I have gone mad. Even though we know that in any family, if any devotee comes from them, that family is always respected in the world. So in this hymn, Hazrat Bahu says that if you want to practice the path of devotion, you need to make a big heart. And only after thinking a lot and thinking very carefully should you start on the path of devotion. Because the path of devotion is not easy. It is not like taking a piece of rock candy and eating it. To practice the path of devotion, one has to struggle with the mind. One has to dominate over the organs of senses. And in that way, one has to do very hard work. And after doing this hard work, if anyone becomes successful in this path, what does he get? He gets the highest status from God. The next verse from the hymn. He should understand blame and taunts as comfort and enjoyments. And Sanchi comments, <clears throat> Now Hazrat Bahu says that this world never allows any devotee to do the devotion of God easily. It always gives a very hard time to the devotee. Consider Mansur. First his eyes were put out and after that he was hanged. But still people were not satisfied, so they stoned him to death. Hearing these things, we also feel ashamed at what the worldly-minded people have done to the beloveds of God. Guru Arjan Devji was tortured in Lahore. They made him sit on hot coals, and after that burning sand was thrown over his head, and then he was given a cold shower so that he might have more pain. While he was being tortured in this way, Mianmir, who was a very advanced disciple of Guru Arjan Dev, came there and said, Gurudev, if you will let me, I will raise the city of Lahore to the ground. But Guru Arjandev said, no, this is the will of God, and we have to accept it happily. I like the will of God more than anything. 
I can also do what you are saying you can do. But to be in the will of God or the Master is the best thing for the disciple. Guru Arjandev was opposed by both the pundits and the Malana, Hindu and Muslim leaders. When Satgurus came, when Satgurus come and do their satsang, those people who are bound to their religious beliefs or who are bound to the laws of their religion or those who are afraid that people will go to that saint, attend his satsang and become his disciples, so then their business will lose. All these people oppose the Satguru and teach people how to give a hard time to the masters. Thus, Hazrat Bahu says that if we are doing the devotion of God, no matter how many complaints come to us, no matter how much of a hard time people are giving us, still, just as when the flowers are coming into blossom, they give out their fragrance, in the same way, even after hearing the doubts of the worldly people, we should keep on doing the work, the devotion of God, and always the fragrance of that devotion will come out from us, and we should not stop doing it even after hearing people's taunts. In the beginning, when I was starting my search for saints and Mahatmas, and when I was visiting many Mahatmas, the same thing happened to my family also. <clears throat> Unrest was created there, and my relatives came to me and gave me a very hard time. They told me, by going to saints and Mahatmas, you are bringing disgrace to the family, and you are giving a very bad name to the family. What do you have to do with going to the saints? Once I went to the Punjab to do the satsang, and sitting in that satsang was one of my uncles, but I did not know that. He was hiding himself, and he came only to see what I was doing there. So after satsang, when he saw that I was not collecting money from anybody, and that people were coming and going after hearing my satsang, he felt very sorry for me, that I was unnecessarily doing service for the people without taking anything from them. So he came to me. He couldn't bear that people were using me without paying me anything, and he asked me, Without getting any payment, you are working for the people? I told him, Uncle, when I am not taking anything from the people, then you are saying you are not doing a good thing? If I started taking money from the people, then you would say, you are begging and you are bringing a bad name to the family. How can I please you? Because from either side you are not pleased. Tell me the way in which I can please you. Later, when my foster parents were leaving the body, I was cabled. This uncle who was present there saw that her Zohar Kirpal came to take both of them. And then he said, Now I believe in you. You are doing a good thing, and your master is perfect. <clears throat> My father was 95 years old when he left the body, and his body had become very weak. But a few days before he left, he started believing in our master, because master came to him many times. So when I went there, he told me, Tomorrow I am going to leave the body at 12 o'clock. At 11 o'clock he called me and told me to sit with him. After that he took me in his lap and caressed me and he told me, I made a great mistake. In the beginning I told you not to do the devotion. But now I am seeing that your path is the true one. And whatever you are doing, that is the truth because your master is here. I am seeing him in front of me. Moreover, within me also I am seeing him. 
So I was very glad to know that at least at his end time he had accepted his mistake and now was believing in our master. So when he left the body and master took care of him, master came to liberate him even though he was not an initiate. The other people of the family who were present there, they also praised the master and they said, he is a great master and they got initiation from our master. Master Sawansi used to say that a master has to liberate even the relatives of satsangis. He is going to liberate the satsangis, but he also has to liberate the relatives of satsangis. In our family, there was one boy of 14 years, and he was suffering very much from smallpox. Whenever I was going and sitting near him, he would say, now I am feeling some relief. But whenever I would leave him and his parents or anybody else were coming in and sitting near him, he would say, why are you not taking away the insects which are eating up my body? The snakes are coming and they are biting my body. And in that way he would tell about his suffering. But there were no insects, nothing on his body. This was always going on within. He was getting suffering from within. But in that village there were four or five satangis. And with Master's grace, Master was so gracious on that boy that he gave darshan to all the four or five satsangis in the village. And Master told them that on the fourth day he would come to take that boy at midnight. And to the boy's mother, Master also gave an experience. In her vision, she saw that the Master had come and told her, Don't worry, I will take your son up on the fourth day at midnight, and you should make tea then, and after he drinks tea, I will take him up. But take care that you do not weep after he leaves the body. So on that day at midnight, everybody sat there in meditation, and Master came to take that boy up. The mother of that boy had been asleep, but at 11 o'clock, Master came in her dreams and told her to get up and make tea for him. When she did, she was singing hymns, and she was not at all worried about her son's departure, as she was feeling very happy that Master was coming to take him. Even though she was not an initiate, she was having faith in the Master. So when the time of 12 o'clock 12 o'clock came, she was still singing hymns. She knew that until her son drank the tea, he would not leave. She just wanted to delay that. And at 12.15, when I saw that she was delaying the departure, I called her and said, Why are you not giving tea to him? So when she gave tea to the boy, after drinking it, he said, Now Master has come here, and I am going with him. Then he suddenly left the body. And all the people who were present there, they all saw Master within and how he was taking the soul up. And in the dream, Master had told the lady that she should not weep because now that soul was under his protection. The Master told her, Now I am going to give him one more birth, and at such and such a place he will be born ten months from this date. You can go and see that your son is born at that place, and after that, keeping him there, I will take him to Sachkhand, because now that soul is under my protection. So Master is so gracious, he even liberates those souls who are not initiated by him. How can we sing the praise of that great Master? Even a single word. We can't begin to sing his praise in completeness. He was so great. Hazur Maharaj used to say that to give Nam is not only to give the knowledge of a few words. To give Nam is not only to make one understand the theory. But to give Nam initiation is to take over the responsibility for the soul.
to take it back to Sajkand. Once the soul of one of Master Jamal Singh's disciples went into hell by mistake, and Master Sawan Singh Ji used to tell this incident, that when he was ordered from within by Baba Jamal Singh to go into hell to liberate that soul, Master Sawan Singh went there. At that time, the soul had forgotten everything about the Master and the Simran, and she was suffering there. Master Sawan Singh asked her, Do you remember the Simran? She replied, No, I don't remember any Simran. Then he asked her, Do you remember the form of the Master? And she replied, No, I don't remember that. Then Master Sawan Singh asked her, Can you hear my voice? And she replied, Yes, I am hearing your voice. So Master Sawan Singh told her to follow that voice. And she was following the voice of the Master. And in that way, Master Sawan Singh liberated her. So the saints, those who are initiating souls, the perfect saints, they never leave their souls even in hell or any place the soul goes. Then also they are liberated by the perfect master. If you want to experience this, you can see this at the time of death of any satsangi. Take out all the non-initiates from that room where the satsangi is who is going to die and ask him, is master there? Has master come to take you or not? Definitely he will report that master has come to take him and he is going with his master. If there is any non-initiate there, he will never say anything about the master. Even though a master will come there, he will keep that thing within him and he will not give it out. <clears throat> In one village where Master Sawansing was doing satsang, one satsang he was going to leave the body. So Master Sawansing sent both his patis to go and see what happened at the time of that satsangi's death whether Satsguru came to take the soul or not. Both his patis went there, and they saw that Master was there to take the soul up. Hazur used to say that only he can be called a Master who is understanding others' pain as his own. And those who are not understanding others' pain as their own, they are without Masters and are called kafirs, unbelievers. Hazur used to say this much, if a master is not coming at the time of death, what is the use of taking that person as a master? You should fold your hands to that person from far away. <clears throat> On the other hand, the disciple should not always expect that master will come there. And the disciple should not spend his life in worldly pleasures, in sensual enjoyments, and not do meditation. If, after doing all these evils during his lifetime, he thinks that Master will come to liberate him at the time of death. That is not a good thing for him. The disciple's duty is to meditate, to make his life pure, and to make his receptacle ready for Master's spirit. Kabir Saab says, What can the poor Master do if the disciples are going away from the path? Just as the blind man doesn't understand any signs, or if you blow into a bamboo pipe, the air will come in on one end and go out the other. In the same way, if we are hearing the satsang with one ear and letting it go out the other ear and not putting that work of satsang into practice, what can Master do? In the next verse of the hymn, they persecuted Mansur, who knew all the secrets of God. Bahu says, he should not take his head away from the master, even if people call him kafir. 
And Sanchi says, Now Hazrat Bahu says that once a disciple has bowed his head at the feet of a master, it is not good for him to take that head away from the feet of the master or to bow down at any other person's feet. If he has once bowed his head to the master's feet, always his head should remain there at the lotus feet of the master. Many dear ones come to me and they say that their mother is saying that this path is not good or their father or their relatives are saying or some people are saying that the path is not good so they might leave the path. This is not the way of discipleship. The real way of discipleship is that once we have bowed down at the feet of a master, we should never take our head away from there. It is not good for a person to believe in the master and then, being troubled by other people, to go away from the path. <clears throat> Bula Shah was of the Sayyid caste, the highest among the Muslims. The ordinary people worship the people of the Sayyid caste, and as they worship, as they worship any high person. So when Bula Shah took Anayat Shah, who was the who was the, of the low caste, when Bula Shah took Anayat Shah, who was of a low caste among the Muslims, as his master, his mother and father told him, "People are worshiping us, but you are now going and sitting with such a person who is of low caste." But Bula Shah told his family, "Those who are looking at Anayat Shah from the outside." They see that he is a dirty rag and that he is wearing dirty clothes. But those who are seeing Anayat Shah from within, they are not even tempted by the heavens because Anayat Shah is the owner of all creation. When they asked, what is the glory of Anayat Shah? He replied, the glory of Anayat Shah is more than God, more than the messenger of God. What can I say about the glory of my master? Kabir Saab also said, both the Master and God are standing in front of me. To whom should I pay homage? Now he himself says, I will respect my Master, because without Master I would not have been able to realize God. The disciple was doing meditation, and in his meditation both, both Master and God came to him. So he got confused as to whom he should respect, and at whose feet he should bow his head. But then he himself decided, I will definitely sacrifice my whole heart and being to my master. Because if I had not had master, there was no question of realizing God. Once two people came to Sheikh Sylvie to get initiation, and he told them to come separately. To the first person, the Sheikh said, Repeat this, please. There is only one God, and Sheikh Sylvie is the messenger of God, and he himself is God. But the person said, I repent, I repent. And then Sheikh Sylvie also said, I repent, I repent. And after that, Sheikh Sylvie asked that person, Why did you say that you repent? What are you repenting? The person said, I was going to make a great mistake because I was going to understand you as God. You are only a man, but you are calling yourself God, and that is impossible. That is why I am repenting, because I have made a mistake in coming to you. Then he asked Sheikh Sylvie, Why did you repent? Sheikh Sylvie replied, I repented because I was going to give you the great gift of Nam, the great gift of the wealth of Sachkhand. I was going to put that wealth in one dirty heart, but thank God that I have not made that great mistake, and that is why I said I repent.
So then the second person came, and he, he told him the same thing, saying, There is only one God, and Sheikh Silvi is the messenger of God. But before repeating that, the person said, Just wait. And Sheikh Silvi also said, Just wait. Then Sheikh Silvi asked, Why are you saying to wait? And the person said, Because I came here understanding you as a Paramsant, and you are saying that you are only the messenger of God? And Sheikh Silvi said, I was testing you to see how far you have kept your heart open to me, how you understand me. I'm going to reveal all my competency to you, but I wanted you to wait for a minute while I tested you. That is why I told you to wait. And the next verse of the hymn says, Lovers never go away from God and Master. Now Hazrat Bahu says that those who are fond of their Master and those within, within whom the love of the Master has been created never go away from the Master. If they are asleep, then they are seeing the Master in their dreams. When they are awake, then also the Master is in front of them. They see the Master's form in all the particles and in all the creatures of this creation. Even in all the leaves of any tree, they see the Master's form. There was one advanced disciple of Master Sawan Singh whose name was Pataji, and he used to embrace the trees and even the animals, saying that Master Sawan Singh was in them also. Many times when Master Sawan Singh would do satsang, he would not come to attend the satsang. The people would ask him, why are you not coming to the satsang? And he would reply, whatever Master is telling there to do, I am doing that here. So what is the use of going to the satsang and just hearing what he wants us to do? It is better to do what he wants us to do. There was one disciple of Master Sawan Singh named Lena, who was an untouchable. Lena was always in dirty clothes and did not look like a gentleman, and he was not allowed to sit in the front row of satsang, so he would always go and sit in the back. But he was a very advanced disciple, progressing very much in his meditation and nobody was even letting him touch their body. So once Master Sawan Singh called him and said, Lena, you come and sit in the front row. So the people who were hating him, they went away from the front row and from the satsang, and some people went and sat in the back. After satsang was completed, Master Sawan Singh invited him to speak. He said, Lena, you come and you also throw your bomb. So Lena came and he said to all the people, for the sake of such a master, you all have been gathered here, and you are always trying to have one brief glance of that master. But that master is always residing within me, and he is spending all his nights within this dirty body which you are hating. And Master Sawan Singh said, That is enough. Now you sit down. The next line of the hymn, Sleep becomes unlawful for those who earn the real love. Now Hazrat Bahu says that for those who become the real lovers of the Master, rest becomes illegal. They are not controlled by sleep, but sleep is controlled by them. They are not the slave of sleep, but sleep becomes their slave. Kabir Saab says, you are asleep, your God is awake. Then what kind of love is this that you have for your Master when you are asleep and your Master is awake? But if by mistake we get up any day at three o'clock and sit for meditation for two hours, then we will sleep for four hours. 
Whatever we earned in two hours, we lose in four hours. But Hazrat Bahu says that the real lovers are not attached to sleep. Hazur Maharaj used to work 20 hours a day. In the hymn, they do not rest even for a moment. Day and night they weep for darshan. <clears throat> now he says that the lovers of the master never rest even for a moment. In the nighttime they do their simran, and in the days also they do their simran, and they beg for the darshan of the master. And just like the mad people, those who are wandering in the streets, unconcerned about what other people are saying about them, they also have become mad in the love of their master. And no matter what people say to them, they go on doing simran and doing the devotion of their master. <clears throat> but what is our condition? Some people got initiated 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Still they ask, what should we do? Simran first or bhajan first? How much time should we put in for Simran and bhajan? So I tell them, you should weep for the master in the daytime, and at night also you should do his Simran. This is the devotion of master, and not any merchant's shop, that if you do more Simran, it will have an effect on your business. That is why in the days you should cry, do Simran, and at night also you should do Simran. If you are bothered by sleep, you should get up, and while standing, do the Simran of Master. Guru Nanak Sab says, O Lord, if I forget you even for one second, that will make a gap of 50 years of separation. He says that if a Master is forgotten even for one second, one moment, then it makes a gap of 50 years. The hymn, those who realized God are the fortunate ones, says Bahu. Now Hazrat Bahu says, having very great fortune, blessed are those lovers. I sacrifice myself on those lovers because those who understand their master in his real meaning are those who go to Sachkhand. In the hymn, lovers remain always near him with intoxication in their heart. Now he says that those who have real love for the Master and those who are attached to the love of the Master and after that those who have gone in the court of Master, those who have been to the home of the Master and those who go to the tavern of Master, those who drink the wine of Master, they get such an intoxication from that wine that they are never feeling any tiredness. Day and night they are always singing the praise of the Master. The hymn, those who have given their life to beloved while living, those who would have given their life to beloved while living, they live in both the worlds always. Now Hazrat Bahu says that those who have surrendered their souls to the Master completely while they are living, they will live in this world as well as in the beyond. They will become immortal. Their grave will become immortal and in all the world people will remember them. Such a disciple brings glory to the name of his master. From his side he is coming out in the world to sing the praise of the master, but master gives name and fame to that disciple. Master Kripal Singh told me this interesting thing, that he had in his mind to sing the praises, as, praises of his master Salan Singh and to tell all about master Salan Singh. 
He wanted to sing the glory of Master Sawan Singh to all the world. But when he came out in the world, what happened? People started repeating, Kirpal, Kirpal. So he said that he came out to praise his master, but people started praising him. The hymn, those who have big lamps burning always in their home, why should they burn candles? Now Hazrat Bahu says that those who are awakened and within whose souls the light has been manifested, for them it doesn't matter if it is day or it is night. They do not need any special time to burn lamps because the light is always shining within them. When Master Sawan Singh was sick, at that time Master Kirpal Singh was also present there. And Master Sawan said, The sun has risen. Are the people of Jalandhar seeing that? Master Kirpal Singh knew the inner secret of Master Sawan Singh, but the other people present did not know that, and they thought that Master Sawan was saying an insane thing. But Master Kirpal Singh said, What to speak about the people of Jalandhar? Even the people of America, Africa, and all the countries are seeing that the sun has risen. Those whom you are making see this thing, they are all seeing the sun. Those who did not know this inner secret of Master, they did not know what Master was trying to say in that statement. They said, the mind of Master has gone mad, and he is no longer in a good state of mind. But Master Kripal knew the inner secret. That's why he understood the real meaning of that. <clears throat> Guru Nanak Sab also said that same thing to his son when he was leaving the physical world. He said, the sun has risen, but at that time it was actually midnight. So his son said, it is midnight. You have gone old, and that's why your mind has gone bad, and you are mad. That's why you are saying that the sun has risen, but you see it is midnight. But Bailena, who was later called Guru Angad, the successor to Guru Nanak, because he knew the inner thing, that is why he said, Yes, Master, the sun has risen. Is there anything that I can do for you? <clears throat> so Guru Nanak gave him some sheets and told him to go and wash them. Because he was going within and knowing the inner secret, that is why he accepted the statement of his Master that the sun had risen. The hymn, O oh, Bahu, Intellect and worries don't bother them. Only love pervades there. Hazrat Bahu says that love and the intellect are enemies of each other because where intellect is working, love cannot be successful there. And where there is love, there is not room for intellect. In the path of the masters, one who appears very intellectual to us, one who has attained a master's degree in any skill, he also has to become like a child of five years an innocent child to succeed on this path. Mahatmas say, O oh man, you are talking from the book. You are saying what you have read in the book, but we are saying what we have seen with our own eyes, our own experience. Guru Nanak Sab said that the souls who are repeating the name of God, who are doing the devotion of God, whether they are illiterate or learned, they are all going to go back to their home. What are all these religious scriptures and all these holy books, rishis, munis, mahatmas, the saints, the masters, the beloveds of God, and those who came on the path. After coming in this world, they wrote down whatever obstacle they had to face and how they removed those obstacles, how they left the pinned and went to Brahmand, how they rose above body consciousness, and whatever came in their meditation, in their practice, in their experience, 
All this they wrote down in the form of scriptures, or Vedas and Shastras, for our benefit, for our guidance. But only reading those holy books of the religious scriptures, we cannot have that experience of the saints which they had. We have to have that experience. We will have... We will have that experience only when we do the work of that holy book or the work of those religious scriptures by putting them into practice. Otherwise, only by reading, we cannot enjoy the experiences of that great soul. In all the religious books and holy writings of the Mahatmas, the Mahatmas have laid stress on three important things. One is satsang, because without satsang we cannot achieve the yearning we cannot have the intense longing to meet God. And without coming into satsang, we cannot know about our thoughts. And in that way, our self-introspection is not completed. Another thing they talk about is Nam. And the third thing is the Master. Because without Nam, there is no liberation. And we cannot get Nam without a competent Satguru, without a perfect Master. <coughs> the hymn. The love of my beloved has started the fire within me. Who else but him can extinguish it? Those who are having the fire of love of the master within them, who can extinguish that fire? Only the one who has created that fire can stop it. <clears throat> Sardaran, if there is anyone who is having the same pain as I am, only he can understand my pain. Those who are not experiencing the pain, how can they know the real meaning of pain? Only he can know the love for the master within whom the love for master is awakened. Otherwise, how can the worldly-minded people know what the love of the master is? Guru Arjan Devji Maharaj says, The face of my beloved is so beautiful, and I like it so much that it comes to my mind that I want to go on always looking at the face of my beloved. And he says, if at any time he goes away from my sight and I am not having his darshan, at that time I become mad. And when again I start having his darshan, I again become like a normal man. Swamiji Maharaj says, if anyone sees the beautiful face of my Lord, he will not even look at the beautiful faces of the fairies and the beautiful faces of the angels. In our ashram, when Hazur Maharaj came, he told about his experience when once he felt like going to see his master and having his darshan. At that time, it was the hottest month in India, the month of August, and it was noontime, and Master Sawan Singh was resting. On the one hand, Master Kripal Singh was worried about his health, and he didn't want to disturb him, but on the other hand, the fire of separation was burning, and he was feeling like going and having the darshan of his master. But those who have real love for the Master within them, that love is respectful love, and they remain within limits. So Master Kripal Singh told me that he stood there on the hot burning floor all day, waiting for Master to open the door and come out and give him darshan. And in the evening he was satisfied when Master Sawan Singh came out. Master Kripal used to say that when he was going to his ashram to see his Master, he became half mad. So when Master Kripal came down from Master Sawan Singh's room after having refreshment, he again felt like going and having a quick glance at him. So he again went back up. And Master Sawan Singh rebuked him and said, Are you mad that you have come again? 
You just went, and now you have come again to disturb me? So Master Kripal said that only the Master knows within whom the fire of love is burning. Only he knows who has created that fire, and only he can extinguish that fire who has created it. It was only 25 minutes drive from Kunichak Ashram to Ganganagar where Master was once staying when he came on tour there. And I came to my ashram to get milk for him. Although it was only 25 minutes since I had seen him, I felt so much yearning to see him again that I didn't wait for the bus driver to come and take me to Ganganagar, but I myself kidnapped that bus. And without the notice of the bus driver, we took that bus back to Ganganagar. And when Master saw that a bus had come to the place where he was staying, he thought maybe a lot of people had come to see him. But when, but when he came out, he was surprised to see only two people coming out from the bus. And I told him, this bus is always meeting with accidents. So I advised this, advised this person who was with me to come and request you to please bless this bus. And even though we had stolen that bus, still we said, this bus, this bus has been brought here to get your blessing. The hymn, I don't know how is that love which makes one bow down to everybody. To have faith in anyone is very difficult, but without having faith in anyone, one cannot get anything. So Hazrat Bahu says, what is this path teaching? What is the love of Master teaching? The love of Master is teaching us to have faith in Him and to bow down to Him. The hymn, He sleeps, He neither sleeps, nor does He let others sleep. He awakens from slumber. One who has love for the Master is always having the presence of Master within him. During the daytime, he is feeling the presence of Master. And when night comes, then also Master comes and sleeps within him. If the disciple is sleeping in deep sleep, then Master wakes him up. That Master doesn't sleep. Moreover, he never allows a disciple of his to sleep in a deep sleep. If a disciple is sleeping, how can we say that he is in love? He is in the love of Master. How can we say that one is a master who is not waking his disciple up? It is my personal experience that if the master is doing the work, it is my personal experience that if the disciple is doing the work of master and he is feeling hot, master comes and fans him to make him cool. I have not got such a master who is not taking care of me. Our master is almighty. He is taking care of us every single minute. How can he be called a disciple who is sleeping always in the nighttime? Paltu Saab says that if the disciple is sweating, Master feels as if he is shedding his blood. Once when Guru Arjan Devji went to Lahore, everyone re requested him to allow them to do all the arrangements of the langar and to prepare food for all the sangat. And there were two disciples, Saman and Musam, they were father and son. They were very poor, and whatever they earned in a day, they ate it that night. They were not very rich. But they also felt like doing this service of the Sangat. So they gave their names to the list that on such and such a date, they will serve the Sangat, and they will make food for the Sangat. But it so happened with God's will that a few days before their turn was supposed to come, both of them got very sick. And whatever money they had saved for serving the Sangat, 
that was spent in taking medicine, so they didn't have any money. On the day when the cooks came to inquire about arrangements, what arrangements they had made, and what they would be cooking, both Salman and Musan said, at this time we don't have anything, but please come tomorrow morning and we will have everything for you to cook. They did not have any money. So after thinking a lot, they decided that they should go and steal some foodstuff from a merchant's shop. So both of them went into one shop and they took all the foodstuff from there which was needed in the langar. But afterwards they realized that they had not stolen the salt. So first they thought that maybe they should forget about the salt, but then they thought, no, without salt they could not make any good food. So they went again into the shop to get the salt. But when they were stealing the salt, the merchant came. The, the merchant woke up and he came there in the shop and he found one man who was taking some foodstuff from his store and his head was out of the window, but his legs were still in the shop. So he held that person by the legs. And on the other side, Salman, the father of Musum, was holding him by the hands. And from both sides, Musum was being pulled. So Musum said to his father, Father, please cut off my head and go to your home and do the arrangements for the Sangat. Please cut my head off, because if you will do that, people will not know that I am a disciple of Guru Arjandev. And if you will not cut my head off, and I am caught by this merchant, that will bring a bad name to my master also. And what will people say? That a disciple of Guru Arjan is stealing? So please cut my head off. Saman didn't want to, because it was his son's head. But finally, in order to save the prestige of his master, he cut the head off of his own son, and taking that head, head he went back to his home when the merchant saw that there was no head to the body he was holding he became very afraid he thought when people come and see the dead body in my shop what will they think they will suspect me that I have murdered this man and I don't know who this man is so he called Salman and asked him please come and take care of this dead body lying in my shop go and take it any place where nobody will know and bury it if people know that this body is lying here they will suspect that I have murdered this man but I have not done that, and whatever ever wealth you need, I will give you that. Now, Salman didn't find any difficulty in taking that dead body, because that was the body of his own son. So happily, he came back to his home, bringing his son's body with him. And on the next morning, when the food was prepared and all the Sangat came there to eat, Guru Arjan Devji was also present there. And Salman again fixed the head of his son, Musam, to the remaining part of the body, and that body was lying there dead. And Salman covered the dead body with a sheet, pretending that he is sick and sleeping. So when everybody was eating food, Guru Arjan Devji realized that Musam was not there. So he called Salman. Salman, where is Musam? And Salman replied, he is very sick and he is sleeping. But Guru Arjan Dev said, no, you should tell him to come here because the food is ready and everybody is eating and he should also come and enjoy the food. Salman said, No, Master, he will not come if I tell him. He is very sick. If you call him, only then will he come. So Guru Arjan Devji said, Oh, Musam, why are you sleeping there? You see that everybody is eating prashad. You should also come and enjoy the prashad. When Guru Arjan Devji said that thing, the life again came into the dead body, and Musam was all right, and he came out. So those people who have such a love for the master that for the name of their master they are even ready to cut off their head, master also gives them something. Master can put life in the dead body of such souls who are really the beloveds of the master.
And the last part of the hymn, I sacrifice myself for him, says Bahu, who unites the separated ones. Now Hazrat Bahu says that I sacrifice myself for such a person who makes me realize my separated God. This was a satsang that Sanchi gave in Sebastopol, California in July of 1977, and it was printed in the April May 1978 Sampane magazine under the title Make Your Heart Like a Mountain. And because the talk was so long, uh, there's, I have a meditation talk tape to play. ਸਾਨੂੰ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਨੇ ਅਨਸਾਨੀ ਜਾਮਾ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਹੈ ਅਨਸਾਨੀ ਜਾਮੇ ਦੇ ਇਹੀ ਫਾਇਦੇ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਜੋ ਕੰਮ ਅਸੀਂ ਪਸ਼ੂ ਪੰਛੀ ਦੇ ਜਾਮੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਰ ਸਕਦੇ ਸੀ ਅਨਸਾਨ ਦੇ ਜਾਮੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਕਰਦੇ ਕਰ ਸਕਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਉਹ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਦੀ ਭਗਤੀ ਹੈ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਦਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਹੈ we are very fortunate one that god almighty has given us the human body the only benefit of receiving the human body is that in this human body we can do those things which we cannot do in the other bodies such as the body of birds and animals and that work is the devotion of lord saadi aatma apne raj karane nu bhul gayi hai kyunki sat vansi eh parmatma di putri si us nu bhul ke ਮੰਨਾ ਦੋਸਤੀ ਪਾ ਕੇ ਪਾਪਾਂ ਦੇ ਭਾਰ ਹੇਠ ਦੱਬ ਚੁੱਕੀ ਹੈ ਜਿਵੇਂ ਜਿਵੇਂ ਸਾਡੀ ਆਤਮਾ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਤੋਂ ਦੂਰ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਗਈ ਅਸਥੂਲ ਸੁਖਸ਼ਮ ਕਾਰਨ ਤਿੰਨ ਪੜਦੇ ਵੀ ਇਸ ਉੱਪਰ ਚੜ ਗਏ ਹੈ ਹੁਣ ਇਸ ਨੂੰ ਇਹ ਨਹੀਂ ਪਤਾ ਕਿ ਮੇਰਾ ਘਰ ਕਿਹੜਾ ਹੈ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਨੇ ਜਦ ਇਸ ਆਤਮਾ ਨੂੰ ਪਾਪਾਂ ਦੇ ਥੱਲੇ ਦਬੀ ਹੋਈ ਨੂੰ ਦੇਖਿਆ ਖੁਦ ਸੰਤ ਰੂਪ ਧਾਰ ਕੇ ਇਸ ਸੰਸਾਰ ਵਿੱਚ ਆਇਆ ਔਰ ਆਪਣਾ ਭੇਦ ਖੁਦ ਉਸਨੇ ਦੱਸਿਆ ਔਰ ਸੋਲ ਹੈਸ ਫੋਰਗੋਟਨ ਹਰ ਰਾਇਲ ਫੈਮਿਲੀ ਸ਼ੀ ਹੈਸ ਫੋਰਗੋਟਨ ਦੈਟ ਸ਼ੀ ਬਿਲੋਂਗਸ ਟੂ ਦ ਸਤਪੁਰਸ਼ਸ ਫੈਮਿਲੀ ਐਂਡ ਮੇਕਿੰਗ ਫਰੈਂਡਸ ਵਿਦ ਦ ਮਾਈਂਡ ਸ਼ੀ ਇਜ਼ ਕੈਰੀਂਗ ਅ ਲੋਟ ਆਫ ਬਰਡਨ ਆਫ ਦ ਸਿੰਸ ਐਂਡ she is following the mind she has forgotten that what her family is and where does she belong because she is suffering so much because of the sins and obeying the mind she is under the burden of lot of karmas and the sins looking at this suffering condition of the soul god almighty himself came in the form of the saint in this world and he showed our soul he told us that what the path is and what we are supposed to do and what is our real home swami ji maharaj ne kaha hai sant roop hoye jag ne aaya apna bhed aap un gaya swami ji maharaj se he himself came in this world becoming the form uh, becoming a saint and he himself revealed his secret ਸਾਨੂੰ ਸੰਤ ਸਤਗੁਰਾਂ ਦਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਦਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਛੱਡਣ ਵਿੱਚ ਮਦਦ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਜਿਵੇਂ ਜਿਵੇਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਜਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਗਰਮੀ ਤੋਂ ਬਚਣ ਦੀ ਖਾਤਰ ਪਹਾੜ ਦੇ ਨਜ਼ਦੀਕ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਗਰਮੀ ਘਟਣੀ ਸ਼ੁਰੂ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਇਸੇ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਜਿਵੇਂ ਜਿਵੇਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਸਤਗੁਰਾਂ ਦਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਉਹ ਸਾਡੇ ਪਿਆਰ ਦੇ ਭੁੱਖੇ ਨਹੀਂ ਉਹ ਖੁਦ ਆਪਣੇ ਗੁਰੂ ਦੇ ਪਿਆਰ ਵਿੱਚ ਲੱਗੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਜਿਸਨੇ ਵੀ ਫਾਇਦਾ ਉਠਾਇਆ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਨਾਲ ਪਿਆਰ ਕਰਕੇ ਹੀ ਫਾਇਦਾ ਉਠਾਇਆ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਐਵੇਂ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਦਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਅਸੀਂ ਛੱਡ ਨਹੀਂ ਸਕਦੇਗੇ ਔਰ 
ਦੁਨੀਆ ਦੀ ਮੁਹੱਬਤ ਤੋਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਉੱਪਰ ਨਹੀਂ ਉੱਠ ਸਕਦੇਗੇ the love for the master helps us to get it or get detached from the love of the world <coughs> because <coughs> the love of the master helps us to get rid of the love which we have for the world up until now those who have achieved anything in this path have done so only by loving the master the master does not, is not hungry of our love because he is already in love with his master but unless we have love for the master we cannot do our work anyone who has achieved anything in this path have done so only by loving the master mainu khushi hai ke aap karan de bade karde bandhan kat ke karaniyan jhumewariyan kuch dina vaste chhad ke itthe parmatma di yaad vich ikatthe hoye hain ਔਰ ਮੈਂ ਆਸ਼ਾ ਕਰਦਾ ਹਾਂ ਕਿ ਜਿਸ ਪਰਵਜ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਮਕਸਦ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਆਪ ਇੱਥੇ ਬੈਠੇ ਹੋ ਉਸੇ ਦੇ ਮਤਲਕ ਹੀ ਸੋਚੋ ਆਈ ਐਮ ਵੈਰੀ ਹੈਪੀ ਥੈਟ ਆਲ ਆਫ ਯੂ ਹੈਵ ਕਮ ਯਰ ਗਿਵਿੰਗ ਅਪ ਯਰ ਵਰਲਡ ਅਟੈਚਮੈਂਟਸ ਐਂਡ ਦ ਰਿਸਪੌਂਸਿਬਿਲਟੀਜ਼ ਆਫ ਯਰ ਹੋਮਸ ਵਿਚ ਆਰ ਵੈਰੀ ਡਿਫਿਕਲਟ ਟੂ ਲੀਵ ਬਟ ਆਈ ਐਮ ਵੈਰੀ ਹੈਪੀ ਥੈਟ ਯੂ ਹੈਵ ਕਮ ਯਰ ਫਾਰ ਫਿਊ ਡੇਸ and i hope that sitting here you will do only that thing for which you have come here and you will not think anything else jo sanu sant satguru simran dasde hai oh simran de piche santan da tap tyag charging kam kardi hai oh sanu sunya sunaya ya kitaban jo pad ke simran nahi dasdege jehda ohna ne khud kamaya hai oh hi sanu dasde hai behind the simran given to us by the masters their renunciation their hard work their sacrifice work they do not give us the simran from hearsay or from any book whatever they have meditated upon and whatever they have sacrificed they give us only that simran jada se lagatar santan da ditta hoya simran karde hain phaile hue khayal nu akhan de piche leone hain aur pher san sanu dhyan di zarurat pehndi hai kyunki nahi ta sade ਰੂ ਜਾਵੇਗੀ ਥੱਲੇ ਆ ਜਾਏਗੀ ਜਾਵੇਗੀ ਥੱਲੇ ਆ ਜਾਏਗੀ ਜਦ ਅਸੀਂ ਲਗਾਤਾਰ ਇੱਥੇ ਪਹੁੰਚ ਕੇ ਤੀਸਰੇ ਤਿਲ ਤੇ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਦੇ ਸਰੂਪ ਦਾ ਧਿਆਨ ਧਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਉੱਥੇ ਆਤਮਾ ਠਹਿਰਨਾ ਸ਼ੁਰੂ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਔਰ ਫੇਰ ਸੇਵਕ ਨੂੰ ਇਤਨੇ ਧਿਆਨ ਦੀ ਜ਼ਰੂਰਤ ਪੈਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਆਪਣੇ ਆਪ ਨੂੰ ਭੁੱਲ ਜਾਵੇ ਆਪਣੇ ਜਿਸਮ ਨੂੰ ਭੁੱਲ ਜਾਵੇ ਗੁਰੂ ਔਰ ਸੇਵਕ ਇੱਕ ਬਣ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹੈ when we do the simran given to us by the master constantly and come behind the eyes over there we need the contemplation we need the dhyan we need to contemplate on the form of the master so much so that we may forget our body our everything and we may only remember the master because once we come behind the eyes when we reach the eye center our soul sometimes goes down sometimes it goes up and unless we have a lot of contemplation unless we have a lot of dhyan of the master form of the master we cannot remain there so that is why it is very important for the disciple to have a lot of contemplation on the form of the master once he reaches the eye center guru nanak dev ji maharaj is nu kende hai aap chhod gur mahe samaye guru nanak dev ji maharaj says that giving up his own self the disciple has to merge himself or dissolve himself in the master guru swarup tak asi simran de jiriye hi pahunch sakde hain jadon vyasi lagatar simran karda hai apne aap nu bhul janda hai guru hi har jagah nazar aunda hai phir asi suraj chandrama sitare nang jande hain agge guru da swarup prakat ho janda hai sacha shish utthe hi jaake banda hai sevak di duty khatam ho jandi hai aur guru 
ਇੱਕ ਮੰਡਲ ਔਰ ਦੂਸਰੇ ਮੰਡਲ ਨੂੰ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਦੇ ਜ਼ਰੀਏ ਪਾਰ ਕਰਾਉਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਇੱਥੇ ਪਹੁੰਚੇ ਹੋਏ ਸ਼ਿਸ਼ ਨੂੰ ਉਹ ਕਹਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਤੂੰ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਦੀ ਡੋਰ ਨੂੰ ਪਕੜ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਜਿਤਨੇ ਵੀ ਮੰਡਲ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਅਸਬਾਰ ਹੋ ਕੇ ਹੀ ਆਤਮਾ ਨੇ ਪਾਰ ਕਰਨੇ ਹਨ ਵੀ ਕੈਨ ਰੀਚ ਦਾ ਫਾਰਮ ਆਫ ਦਾ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਓਨਲੀ ਬਾਈ ਡੂਇੰਗ ਦਾ ਕੰਸਟੈਂਟ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਵੈਨ ਦਾ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲ ਡਸ ਦਾ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਕੰਸਟੈਂਟਲੀ ਐਂਡ ਫਰਗੈਟਸ ਹਿਮਸੈਲਫ ਹੀ ਗੋਸ ਟੂ ਦਾ ਫਾਰਮ ਆਫ ਦਾ ਮਾਸਟਰ and once the form of the master is manifested then the duty of the disciple is completed but before reaching the form of the master we have to cross the stars suns and moons and we can do that only by doing constant simran constant simran can take us only up to the form of the master when the form of the master is manifested after that the duty of the disciple is completed and then the master takes that soul takes the disciple up with the support of the shabad and our soul has to cross the higher planes one by one only by climbing on the shabad the soul who reaches the form of the master master tells that soul that now you catch the shabad and you cross the planes one by one and it can be done only by the shabad ithe pahunch ke hi shish de andar sacha pyar jaag penda hai sachi guru de liye mohabbat jaag pendi hai kyunki oh akhan naal dekhda hai ke sevak vaaste guru andar ki kar reha hai ਔਰ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਇੱਕ ਮੰਡਲ ਤੋਂ ਦੂਸਰੇ ਨੂੰ ਗੁਰੂ ਹੀ ਆਪਣੀ ਦਿਆ ਕਰਕੇ ਪਾਰ ਕਰਾ ਰਿਹਾ ਹੈ ਓਨਲੀ ਆਫਟਰ ਰੀਚਿੰਗ ਦ ਫਾਰਮ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਦੀ ਇਨੀਸ਼ੀਏਟ ਬਿਕਮਸ ਦ ਰੀਅਲ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲ ਐਂਡ ਦ ਰੀਅਲ ਲਵ ਐਂਡ ਐਪਰੀਸ਼ੀਏਸ਼ਨ ਐਂਡ ਰਿਸਪੈਕਟ ਫਾਰ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਕਮਸ ਵਿਦਨ ਦ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲ ਓਨਲੀ ਵੈਨ ਹੀ ਰੀਚਸ ਦ ਫਾਰਮ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਬਿਕੋਜ਼ ਓਵਰ ਥੈਟ ਹੀ ਕੈਨ ਸੀ ਵਿਦ ਹਿਸ ਓਨ ਆਈਜ਼ ਥੈਟ ਵਾਟ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਇਜ਼ ਡੂਇੰਗ ਫਾਰ ਦ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲ ਐਂਡ ਹਾਊ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਇਜ਼ ਟੇਕਿੰਗ ਦ ਸੋਲਸ ਫਰਮ ਵਨ ਪਲੇਨ ਟੂ ਅਨਦਰ ਵਿਦ ਹਿਸ ਗ੍ਰੇਸ and the support of the shabad ethe pahunchi hui atma ethon di khushi das ne sakdi gi agar dasdi hai to tarakki ruk jandi hai kyunki jad ethe atma pahunchdi hai us nu eh ruhaniyat cheez nu is tarah chupa lena chahida hai jis tarah aurat apne badan nu chupundi hai the soul who reaches this place cannot describe the happiness the intoxication which she is, has got because if she does that she loses the progress gets stopped the the disciple or the soul who has reached this stage who has reached the form of the master should protect the spiritual wealth which he has got just like a woman protects her body in that way the disciple should also protect whatever he has got in the meditation september de group vich rajasthan jo 10 din ka program rakhya gaya siga utthe ekatma ne abhyas andar badi tarakki kiti andar jab guru swarup ne darshan dete oh bada khush hoya ਉਸਨੇ ਆਪਣੇ ਗਰੁੱਪ ਲੀਡਰ ਨੂੰ ਜੋ ਕੁਝ ਅੰਦਰ ਦੇਖਿਆ ਸੀਗਾ ਉਹ ਦੱਸਿਆ ਉਹ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਗਰੁੱਪ ਲੀਡਰ ਸੀਗਾ ਉਹ ਅਭਿਆਸ ਤਾਂ ਕਰਦਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਸੀਗਾ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਵੈਸੇ ਤਾਂ ਗਰੁੱਪ ਲੀਡਰ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਬਣਾਉਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਕੁਝ ਦੇਣਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਬਹੁਤ ਸਾਰੇ ਗਰੁੱਪ ਲੀਡਰ ਸੁਸਤ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਮਾਨਵ ਡੇਲੀ ਜੀ ਵਿਚਾਰੇ ਰਹਿ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਅਭਿਆਸ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਰਦੇਗੇ ਉਸ ਦੇ ਦਿਲ ਅੰਦਰ ਜਲਨ ਹੋਈ ਕਿਉਂਕੋ ਮੈਂ ਤਾਂ ਇਸ ਤੋਂ ਮਗਰੋਂ ਇਹ ਇਸ ਤੋਂ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਨਾਮ ਲਿਆ ਸੀ ਕਈ ਸਾਲ ਇਹ ਮਗਰੋਂ ਨਾਮ ਲੈ ਕੇ ਔਰ ਤਰੱਕੀ ਕਰ ਗਿਆ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਵਿਚਾਰੇ ਦੀ ਤਰੱਕੀ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਸੀ ਉਹ ਰੁਕ ਗਈ ਉਹ ਬਾਅਦ ਵਿੱਚ ਮੇਰੇ ਪਾਸ ਉਸ ਨੇ ਬੜਾ ਪਸਤਾਵਾ ਕੀਤਾ ਕਹਿਣ ਦਾ ਭਾਵ ਇਹੀ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਇੱਕ ਸਾਡੇ ਦੇਖਦਿਆਂ ਦਾ ਵਾਕਾ ਹੈ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਸਾਵਣ ਸਿੰਘ ਦੀ ਨਾਮ ਲੇਵਾ ਨੇ ਬੜੀ ਤਰੱਕੀ ਕੀਤੀ
ਉਹ ਵੀ ਇਸੇ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਕਿਸੇ ਕੋਲ ਦੱਸਿਆ ਉਸਨੇ ਆਖਰ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਦੇ ਅੱਗੇ ਖੜ ਕੇ ਰੋ ਪੀ ਕਿ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਜੀ ਜੋ ਕੁਝ ਮੈਂ ਪ੍ਰਾਪਤ ਕੀਤਾ ਸੀ ਉਹ ਸਾਰਾ ਕੁਝ ਗਾਇਬ ਹੋ ਗਿਆ ਹੈ ਮੈਂ ਅੰਦਰਲਾ ਭੇਤ ਕੋਲ ਦੱਸ ਬੈਠੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਸਾਵਣ ਸਿੰਘ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਦੇਖ ਅਗਰ ਆਪਾਂ ਕਿਸੇ ਹਫਸ਼ੀ ਨੂੰ ਸ਼ੀਸ਼ਾ ਦਿਖਾਈਏ ਸ਼ਕਲ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਉਹ ਆਪ ਹੀ ਚੰਗੀ ਨਾ ਲੱਗੇ ਉਹ ਸ਼ੀਸ਼ੇ ਨੂੰ ਤੋੜ ਦੇਵੇਗਾ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਕਿ ਹੁਣ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਮਿਹਨਤ ਕਰਨੀ ਪਏਗੀ ਅੱਗੇ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਕਿਸੇ ਕੋਲੇ ਨਾ ਦੱਸੀ ਸੋ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਇਸ ਤਰੱਕੀ ਨੂੰ ਆਪ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਜਜ਼ਬ ਕਰ ਲੈਣਾ ਚਾਹੀਦਾ ਹੈ ਛਪਾ ਕੇ ਰੱਖ ਲੈਣਾ ਚਾਹੀਦਾ ਹੈ ਇਨ ਦ ਮੰਥ ਆਫ ਸੈਪਟੈਂਬਰ ਇਨ ਦ ਗਰੁੱਪ ਵਿਚ ਵੈਂਟ ਟੂ ਰਾਜਸਥਾਨ ਫॉर ਦ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ देयर वाज अ ਡੀਅਰ ਵਨ ਹੂ ਵਰਕਡ ਵੈਰੀ ਹਾਰਡ ਇਨ ਦ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਐਂਡ ਹੈਡ ਗੋਟ ਅ ਲੋਟ ਆਫ ਐਕਸਪੀਰੀਅੰਸ ਐਂਡ ਗੋਟ ਦ ਫਾਰਮ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰਸ that dear one told his group leader about his experiences out of his innocence the group leader because he was not meditating enough because usually the master makes only those people group leaders whom they want to give something and who meditate but sometimes when people are made the group leaders they become lazy and they always look for the name and fame and they give up during the meditation so that group leader also did not used to meditate that much so he felt jealous and he thought that this person has got initiation after i have got and i am an old initiate i have not got all these things why he has got all this experience so he felt jealous for him and because of that the dear one who was meditating his progress got stopped and then he repented then he came to me and said that he had lost what he had received in the same way there is an incident of master sound thing five time there was a disciple and she also worked very hard in the meditation she used to get a lot of experience but when she talked about it to other people her progress also got stopped and then she complained she requested and she wept in front of master sound thing saying that whatever i had received or whatever i was receiving all that has been taken away and i have lost all my progress so <clears throat> Master Sound Singh also used to say that when the master gives you anything you should digest it you should protect it and he used to say that if you show a mirror <coughs> to a ugly looking person he will break that mirror in the same way if you tell about your experiences to the person who is not authorized and who may have jealousy for you you may lose all the grace of the master you may lose the experiences you may lose the the intoxication and happiness which you have received in the meditation so that is why it is very important that whatever you have received in the meditation you should keep it up to you and not talk with other people jada si teesre til te ekagar hunne hain shant man de naal jis cheez di sanu khoj hai jis vaaste assi baith rahe hunne hain oh sanu andar hi mil janda hai when we concentrate at the eye center with our mind quiet the thing for which we are looking since that thing is within us and we can get that from our within har ek ne man nu shant karna hai shant to bhav ke duniya de jo kuch sankalp vikalp saade andar uth rahe hai duniya di yaad baithe baithe kar rahe hain abhyas te baithan lage bilkul is di inu pula ke abhyas te baitho kyunki shant man hi abhyas kar sakda hai abhyas nu bojhana samjho prem pyar de naal karo ਬਾਹਰ ਕਿਸੇ ਖੁਰਾਕ ਦੀ ਤਰਫ ਤਵੱਜੋ ਨਾ ਦਿਓ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਹਰ ਵਿਅਕਤੀ ਆਪੋ ਆਪਣੇ ਕੰਮ ਵਿੱਚ ਮਸ਼ਹੂਰ ਮਸ਼ਗੂਲ ਹੈ ਜਦ ਹਰ ਵਿਅਕਤੀ ਆਪੋ ਆਪਣੇ ਕੰਮ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਹੋਇਆ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਸਾਡੇ ਕੰਮ ਦੀ ਤਰਫ ਤਵੱਜੋ ਨਹੀਂ ਦਿੰਦੇਗੇ ਸਾਡਾ ਵੀ ਫਰਜ਼ ਨਹੀਂ ਬਣਦਾ ਕਿ ਲੋਕਾਂ ਦੇ ਖੜਾਕ ਦੀ ਤਰਫ ਤਵੱਜੋ ਦਈਏ ਕੰਮ ਦੀ ਤਰਫ ਤਰਫ ਤਵੱਜੋ ਦਈਏ ਸੋ ਮਨ ਨੂੰ ਬਾਹਰ ਪਟਕਣ ਨਹੀਂ ਦੇਣਾ ਤੀਸਰੇ ਤਿਲ ਤੇ ਇਕਾਗਰ ਕਰਨਾ ਹੈ ਆਲ ਆਫ ਯੂ ਹੈਵ ਟੂ ਮੇਕ ਯਰ ਮਾਈਂਡ ਕੁਆਇਟ ਮੇਕਿੰਗ ਦ ਮਾਈਂਡ ਕੁਆਇਟ ਮੀਨਸ ਥੈਟ ਯੂ ਸ਼ੁਡ ਨਾਟ ਲੈਟ ਯਰ ਮਾਈਂਡ ਹੈਵ ਦ ਫੈਂਟਸੀਜ਼ ਐਂਡ ਥਾਟਸ
you should not let your mind think of the world when you are sitting here that means making the mind quiet you should only be doing the simran and you should not understand meditation a burden you should do it lovingly you should not pay any attention to the outer sounds or disturbances because everyone in this world is busy doing his work when they are not paying any attention to our work why should we pay attention to the other people's work so that is why even if you hear any disturbance or sound outside you should not pay any attention to that you should do your meditation you should not allow your mind to wander right outside concentrate him at the eye center amen betho karo samna now all of you please close your eyes and start meditating And our closing bhajan is a bhajan of Guru Angad Dev's Dunagate Vichi Bhaji Raheji on page 150. The sound is ringing within you, but you won't get it without the beloved Guru. Without eyes one may see, and without ears one may hear, but not without the beloved Guru. Without legs one can walk, and without hands one may work, but not without the beloved Guru. One may speak without the tongue and one may even die while alive but you won't get this without the beloved guru Nanak says recognize the will of god and then live up to it the sound is ringing within you but you won't get it without the beloved guru abajan on page 150 Yanagata vijapajare ji piyariyo guru bina jugate na pae Dunagat vijapajare ji piyariyo guru bina jugate na pae anka pajo dekana anka pajo dekana Pinakani sunanaji piyariyo guru bina jugate na pae Nagat vijapajare ji piyariyo guru bina jugate na pae Dunagat vijapajare ji piyariyo guru bina jugate na pae Tera pajo chalana Tera pajo chalana Dinahati karna ji Piyariyo guru bina jugate na pae Nagata vijapajare ji Piyariyo guru bina jugate na pae Dunagat vijapajarei ji Piyariyo guru bina jugate na pae Jiba bajo bolana Jiba bajo bolana Eyo jivat marana ji Piyariyo guru bina jugate na pae Dunagat vijapajare ji Piyariyo guru bina jugate na pae Dunagat vijapajare ji 
प्यारी गुरु बिना जुगत न पाए नानक हुकम पचान खे नानक हुकम पचान खे एस में मिलना जी प्यारी गुरु बिना जुगत न पाए तुन गत बिच बज रही जी प्यारी गुरु बिना जुगत न पाए तुन गत बिच बज रही जी प्यारी गुरु बिना जुगत न पाए